Hey, and welcome to another episode of Geek's Corner. Today, Apple has released iOS 12.3 to the public, and this comes after six betas to developers and registered public beta testers as well. Well, beta 6 was being released on Friday. We wrote an article on Friday also saying about that probably would be the Golden Master Edition, and obviously that's turned out to be correct as well. Now, if you are running the betas and you want to go on the public version, it's going to be the same as what you're currently running anyway, but you can simply remove the beta profile, restart your device, and then you should see an update to update on your phone to iOS 12.3. Other updates from Apple also include watchOS 5.2.1, and this update includes new features, improvements, and bug fixes as well. And they've also brought the ECG app support now to Croatia, Czech Republic, Iceland, Poland, and Slovakia. They've also brought new pride face inspired by the rainbow flag as well. And there's also a fix for the issue where the numbers of the Explorer face would not appear for some users. And this update also disables accessories with insecure Bluetooth connections as well. And the countries that also got ECG support and also getting irregular heart rhythm notifications as well. Uh, so it is good to see that Apple is still continuing to roll that out across the countries there. Apple also released tvOS 12.3 as well, which brought the new update to the Apple TV application ready for September, where you're going to get the TV Plus subscription services as well. So it's all in one on there and they also brought the update to the TV application for the third generation Apple TV as well. So if you do still have that, like I currently have one as well, you'll see an update on there. That update's actually been rumoured for a couple of weeks now, so it's good to see that Apple have actually put that out as well. And also they have released an update now for the Samsung Smart TVs to include AirPlay 2 support and the TV app for the newer Samsung TVs. And the final update, Apple also released iOS 12.3 for the HomePod. And this update includes support for joining some type of enterprise networks that require unique credentials for the HomePod as well. Uh, I haven't found any other changes really on the HomePod. And to be honest, I'm not expecting nothing massive. Uh, and this is what we could be the last update for iOS 12 for the HomePod there. So that really should be the last of the updates before WWDC, where we then start seeing betas for iOS 13. However, Apple has surprised us before with more minor updates. So let me know if you think we'll see anything else before WWDC. I'll be interested to see what your take is on there. Now I'd just like to take a minute to talk about our sponsor. Today's sponsor is LastPass. If you're anything like me, you're going to have a lot of accounts online, and I'm sure a lot of people out there do as well, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Amazon, you name it, you need a password for it. And obviously, with the hacks going on out there, you're going to need a nice, long, strong password, but you don't want a password to be the same for everything across the board as well, so you're going to need something to remember it. Now, LastPass is a paid password manager. They do have a free tier as well. But I've been using them for quite some time now, so it's great to see that they are actually a sponsor with us. And you can actually get a premium plan from just $3 a month as well. And if you have a business or a family account as well, 
you can also get some amazing deals. Now, I've actually op opted for the family plan. I've got my wife on there, and I've got some other family members on there as well, and it actually works out cheaper to do it that way. But if you do have a business, you can also have the Teams option as well, and I highly recommend you check that out. And we do have links on our website to LastPass, so go to head to geekscorner.co.uk and just type in LastPass, and you'll see some amazing deals. So thanks, LastPass, for sponsoring us today. Today, Apple has updated its, uh, its support application to version 3.1, and this actually brings a new feature to the US customers where you can actually have a chat with an expert and get support helping using the messages application as well. And it's also brought some improved experience for scheduling reservations at the Genius Bar and authorized service providers as well. So hopefully we'll actually see some message support rolled out across to other countries soon as well. Now we mentioned a few moments ago that there was a Pride flag update in watchOS 5.2.1. Apple actually debuted the brand new Pride face in the middle of WWDC 2018 last year. And they've also now included one for 2019 as well. So as of today, the pride face now has two options. So simply press into the screen when it's on your watch face and you can then choose between the 2018 original pride face and the 2019 new version as well. In other news, Twitter has disclosed a bug in a tweet out there today saying that it's inadvertently shared iOS location data with a trusted partner. Uh, the issue apparently has now been resolved. However, it was using the precision data even for those people who were actually had not enabled that feature as well. So you may want to go back in and have a look at your history to see if there's any data on there that you may want to delete about your precise location data. The precise location feature of iOS is actually in the setting which allows you to collect exactly where you are at any given time. So if you want to hide your privacy, you may want to check that setting is disabled automatically. Now for a little something different, I was browsing through Reddit and I actually came across a developer who have actually released uh, an app into the App Store for tracking your calories burnt during sex. Now, obviously, people like to track the calories burnt, and I am all up for trying something different. However, this actually has a price of around $4.99, which, to be honest, for a one screenshot, uh, which actually shows that the duration was only four and a half minutes with some calories burned of only being 42, uh, I don't think that's something I want to pay for. But if you wanted to give that a try and you're willing to waste about five bucks, then certainly go ahead and you can search that as sex tracker without the E at the end uh, in the app store. So that's something a little bit different for you guys. Now on to some recommendations. Uh, the other day I spoke about I'd been reading the Tim Cook, the genius who took Apple to the next level book. Uh, I said I'd actually completed that and it was a really good insightful look. So what I did do, decided to do was actually go ahead and read the writer's other book that he's previously written, Johnny Ive, The Genius Behind Apple's Greatest Products. Now, I have to say, when I first started reading it, it was a little bit slow and a little bit hard to get into, 
But by the end of it, I actually completed the book yesterday. Um, I was actually really hooked and really intrigued to see the history behind a lot of the designs that Johnny actually done, not just at Apple, at other, pro- at other products as well and other companies. And I actually learned a lot about Johnny, uh, even that I hadn't actually known before. So if you're looking for a book, I highly recommend that you get that. It's been out for so- some time, so it is a lot cheaper as well. Uh, and I've actually gone back now to Creative Selection, a book I was actually reading when it first came out. Um, I'd set it aside. I'm not a massive reader, but it's something I've picked up uh, doing again at the moment. Uh, and so I've about 20% of the way through that book at the moment. Um, but I'm enjoying it as well. So I'm going to save that one until the end once I get through it. And I will let you know if it's worth a recommendation or not as well. Now, onto Google just for a second there. This is more of a, a thought rather than anything news, really. Uh, now, obviously, we've had Google I.O., and they've obviously announced a lot of features and some cool assistant features as well, I've got to say. Now, I am a fan of Google, and I've got a couple of their products. Now, I know, obviously, there's a lot of concerns about privacy and things like that. And, in fact, that was actually in the media as well, where Google said that uh, privacy is basically a luxury good for Apple users, so Apple basically charging a premium for privacy, and not everybody can afford that. Now, I do like my privacy, and I love Apple products for that, but I do kind of see uh, Google's point here as well. They also unveiled the fact that you can now go in and obviously set your location history data to automatically delete either after three months or 18 months. And if you want to obviously keep using that to improve the services. They've also mentioned then about shrinking on data down and using on-device with assistant features as well. Now, by doing that, obviously, your data is not going to be going to the cloud uh, and they are pushing it a bit towards privacy, maybe taking a bit of a playbook from Tim Cook there. But I was actually thinking as well, Google Assistant obviously is much better than Siri at the moment, and it's better because they know a lot about you. Now, I'm in two minds here whether or not I want to obviously trade my data, or am I willing to trade my data to get a better assistant? Now, out of the HomePod and my my Google speakers, I've got to say, if I want... Uh, a lot more information. I'm going to go to Google because it's got it. It's got all that information, not just for myself. It's taken from other people, so it's able to give me better answers. HomePod sound obviously is amazing, but Siri unfortunately does lag. And I just wanted to know what would you guys be prepared if Tim Cook decided to come out and say, "Look, if you want to improve Siri, then you're going to have to opt in to give us your data." Would that be something you do? Let us know, send us a message if you're on Anchor, and we can have a listen to that and maybe include it in, or send us a message on Facebook or Twitter and let us know, would you be considered, would you consider giving up some of your data for a better Surrey? But that's pretty much it, guys, for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Welcome to another episode of Geek's Corner. First up today, Samsung has been rumoured now to be turning their attention onto the Galaxy Fold hardware itself after it delayed its launch after uh, several units broke that were sent out to reviewers. Now, so far, it's been rumoured that uh, Samsung will be making the screen protector non-removable. It's not quite sure how they're actually going to do that, but that's one of the rumours. And also, they're turning the attention to the actual Fold hardware, and they can actually revise the gap between the display and the hinge as well to try and stop uh, debris getting in there to break in the screen as well. 
So they, it does obviously look like they are still actively working on it and they haven't just abandoned the project altogether.